Welcome to the Jet Setters Lifestyle Podcast. This is a podcast for those striving to be the best versions of themselves. In each episode, we'll dive into discussions of importance in areas of fashion, culture, relationships, business, the path to manhood, and music. We'll also share tips and advice to help our listeners play the game of life at higher levels than the rest. If you're the type of person who enjoys being a victim, preferring mediocrity over mastery, then discontinue listening. This podcast is not for you. Don't be content with a first-class seat on the plane. We are the Jet Setters Lifestyle Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Don G and Shytronics. Get them. Let's get it. Jet Setters. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I had the pleasure to interview a fellow jet setter who burns the candle at both ends. Few people can outwork him and less have his level of charm with the ladies. Nigerian born, he has spent his life traveling, enjoying life, and cultivating a kind of luxurious life folks dream about. He is an inspiring music producer, songwriter, event manager, professional executive, former designer, and longtime friend, Prince Olani, also known as Royal Boy. Today we will discuss how he developed the sound and his vision for achieving success with a recently produced soundtrack that is on fire with his growing social media following. Royal Boy is definitely making his mark. Without any further ado, this week's episode. I want to know about uh, the new album that you got coming out. Right, uh, I mean, it's really crazy. Uh, I mean, I've got one out called My Thing. I don't know if you've actually actually been able to um, to go through it. So it's got a lot of interesting tracks on there. And um, it's just, as I said, it's My Thing. So, so what does that mean for some of our listeners that uh, are not familiar with uh, those types of words? What does that mean? Um, my what? thing is, <clears throat> it's just basically um, a little watered down version of my thing. So belonging to me, this is my style, this is my interpretation of music, how I see it and how I want to present it as an individual to people around me, whether fans or friends or just like listeners all together, like, it's just like my style of presentation. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So the idea is, once you read um, what the title of the album is, it just kind of like allow you to understand you're not meant to criticize this. You're supposed to listen and try to understand you know what I mean? The whole mentality and the whole idea behind um, that style of interpretation. That's what's up. I got a chance to listen to it last night and I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think you got a video, is it out on YouTube yet? Yeah, I mean, I've got quite a few, couple of videos out there. Um, but they're mainly studio sessions. Mm-hmm. So it will just be me playing background in a little booth and with the mic, you know, and um, I just do it like, it's just raw, 
That's how it is. That's how I made the music, and that's what I'm showing to um, the general public who was interested. Well, what made you go that route? Because you know, I know for me particularly, I enjoy the, the being to be authentic, to, right. uh, to communicate uh, in the realest way I know how. This is how we live, so I'm gonna communicate this way. We could go high end, but I choose not to. I choose to communicate in a way that communicates to my audience and stuff and understand that they can do this as well. Right. So what is your uh, incentive or, or reason behind doing it this way? Well, I think it's quite similar. Like, <clears throat> as you know, like if a lot of people, quite a few people have visited my, visited my website, you find got quite a few information about my day job over there. I'm also CEO in real estate. You know, I do a little bit of interior designs and I do like bits and bobs here and there. Um, so that's my day job. So over there I've actually progressed a lot, you know? So I might be maybe not as humble, you know what I mean, in my day job as, it, as I am in music. In music, I'm quite fresh. I'm a nobody in music, like no one knows who I am. Or probably just a few people who are just like fresh followership and everything. But I want that to reflect in my music. Yeah, like this rawness, like this guy's just starting, this is what he's doing. I'm not gonna like, you know, introduce the Bentleys and all the women and everything and people don't feel the music as much as they feel the video. I want it to actually, I want to leave room for growth. So in other words, you're trying to have more of a organic sound or more exactly. of a organic experience, like authentic. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because obviously if you listen to my music, you find out, because I know as well, now being realistic here, you find out there's certain aspects that I can actually improve upon. Because um, <clears throat> I do, I make the beats, and I write the lyrics, and I do like the sound and post-production editing. I do everything myself. So it's like a one-man band. So the whole idea is, that's just me. I'm just putting everything out there. Well, that works. Uh, a lot of artists are doing that. Uh, for one thing, Big Crit in the hip-hop industry, he's, he's Dirty South, but his origins came from using a, I think it was a Nintendo, and, and he, that's how he set up his beats, right. by using a video game from the, a Nintendo game, and he started that low. He could have went higher and, and had a whole production house and do his thing, but it wouldn't have been authentic. And by him doing that, he cut his teeth in it to the point where it's, he can produce his own thing. He doesn't need the industry. Right. And I've noticed like in a lot of... Uh, a lot of indies, a lot of independent artists now, they're 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 basically getting away from the gatekeepers. They're they're doing their own production. They're they're, they're learning the game and learning the system. Uh, with you, your sound and what you're doing, um, what was your I guess beginnings? What started your sound and, mm. and got you to this point now that you? Oh yeah, that is a really crazy one. Yeah, what happened was. I remember probably um, four or five years ago, being quite a while now, my sister had this iPhone and there's this particular application on the iPhone, I can't remember what it was, but um, it was kind of like a music app, so like a sing-along kind of thing. Gotcha. So like a karaoke A karaoke sing-along kind of thing. So I'd go on there, no, my sister came to me one time and she played this audio thing that she'd done and it sounded quite funny so we had a right laugh and I'm like oh, okay then I you know gave you a go as well I tried that and um, 
I held onto the phone for a while, even though it was hers. I held onto it for a while just to sort of like practice a little bit and try to get better. She was okay with you taking her phone? Well, I mean, initially, no, she wasn't. Like, it wasn't funny. She was going to leave my phone alone. <clears throat> but I'll be like, yeah, just give me a second. And every time I, I return to her, I would like obviously have something better to present. Like, oh, listen to this one, what do you feel? Listen to that one, what do you feel? And obviously, it was all jokes at the time. Yeah, she told me about that as well, and how you would come to her for feedback. And initially, she was like, yeah, yeah. But then she got to the point where it was like, wow, this is, this is doing something. What about this in my car? <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? So, it all started from there, all jokes. And I started posting it on YouTube, and obviously a couple of my friends on Facebook were coming on it and they thought it was funny and that was what it was at the time. So, um, I can't remember what it was, but I think the application on the phone just stopped working. And I felt like, oh, you know what? I need to start looking for ways to maybe create music or find samples or stuff like that. But <clears throat> eventually, I go into it. I go into making my own music you know, creating my own beats and everything. And it made the journey quite tedious, because now it elongated it a little bit, because it was just me having to worry about lyrics over like perfect tracks. Mm -hmm. But now it's having to worry about creating a perfect track and then worrying about, you know, accompanying it with um, something. Like marrying the sound. Exactly, you know what I mean? So, because sometimes you get this perfect, perfect lyric or perfect hook in your head and you're thinking I can actually build from this but you find out that <clears throat> when it comes to creating a beating sound for this it becomes very tedious because you don't have all the resources that I've got no background in this you know it's just kind of like an intuitive thing so it makes it really difficult I know what I want to hear I know what it should sound like but when I get on there, it doesn't quite come out as right, and that affects the lyrics a little bit. Gotcha. And affects the flow a little bit as well. But yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but doesn't that start, doesn't that like spark creativity? Doesn't that make you uh, want to figure out, okay, how do I do it? I, I know for me, when I was trying to figure out a lot of things in my industry, and I'm doing the same thing, I'm a CEO of uh, several companies, right. and building my brand, and uh, getting on social media, but initially I, would, I didn't know how to use Facebook and I had to teach myself and actually kind of go to the 12 year olds around me yeah. and, and figure out how to do it. I had to go on YouTube and research and stuff, but it sparked my interest and it was like, okay, how do I do it better? Something doesn't sound right. If you listen to my first podcast, terrible, mm. but I, I put it up there anyway right. so that I could show the progression of, I guess, uh, the experience from going to crappy uh, sound to you know production and producing it properly and having the right equipment right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean it is obviously quite similar for me as well like as I said um, it's a journey not a race you know what I mean it's a marathon you know it's not a race it's something like you do slow and steady calculating every single bend understanding where you need to stop and evaluate what you're doing and then like to carry on with um, the journey as well. So for me, <clears throat> I think it's, it's quite challenging, but I'm very good when it comes to, to tech, like technology and everything. Yeah. 
really good. So it comes easy for you? It or? comes you know, it comes easy. Like I'll switch from different applications and as I said, I'll do everything myself, like do all the editing and everything. Now, is it the best quality in the world? No, and I know that. But I suppose you get better, but it's slightly difficult in my case because yes. now you have to worry about like writing better lyrics. You know what I mean? Now you have to worry about like doing like proper studio editing. And now you have to worry about like sound setup. Gotcha. You have to worry about your video production as well. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of aspects. So basically, what that you need to like develop yeah. on. You're perfecting your craft. You're learning it from the ground up. Yeah. And but now there's just a lot of elements mm -hmm. that I need to. So I'm not just focusing on, for example, I'm gonna write better lyrics now. So I'm focusing on better lyrics. But it has to be you focus on your lyrics and you focus on beats creation and then you focus on music making and then you focus on like music production as well and the video and videography and editing as well so a lot of things to learn at the same time which makes it very slow and tedious but very rewarding as well now do you outsource any of the things you do like with me i'm to the point now that i don't have enough time to do a lot of uh the tasks that i used to could do myself so in other words to put out something I had to learn how to start outsourcing to personal assistants, hiring uh, uh, other folks to come in and do the tasks that I couldn't do. Are you still at the point where you feel like you want to have a hands-on, or are you getting to the point where you're ready to start uh, like hiring people or outsourcing to uh, someone else to help you in the process? No, I mean, look, it's quite, quite unfortunate that we... I mean, fortunate in one sense, um, in one aspect, because we live here in Qatar and this is essentially the richest country in the world. Yeah, yeah. per capita, definitely. Safest, um, yeah. with decent people all around. But um, when it comes to the really decent people, you're talking about locals, Qataris. Uh, but other than that, you have like, a lot of people that have come from all around the world Understanding with that mindset that it's a very transient environment. Mm -hmm. So you come in today and you're out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So there's no sense of belonging. There's no sense of community. And, and like loyalty. Even loyalty as well. So now if you've got, for example, when it comes to um, the industry, there are a lot of people who do not feel obligated to maybe work with a certain person or feel obligated to build with their peers in the industry and so everyone's like running this one-man business you know what i mean you've got the dj who's just doing his own thing gotcha. not working with other people and so it's really difficult and he doesn't market i know a lot of djs do not market nor do they know how to market exactly one of the djs i talked to maybe last week that i'm getting featured on my uh my podcast mm. uh he doesn't he doesn't know how to use soundcloud or uh mitch cloud never even heard of it. Right. so i asked him how are you marketing your stuff and he's like i just go to put on a show and i was like okay where's your music at where can i download your music or get a bio and he was like i'll give you a usb and i'm like a usb <laughs> so that means i gotta stop what i'm doing find you get the USB, and then bring it back and edit. And then I was like, do you have any kind of social media connection? And he really, you know, it was like looking at a deer in headlights. He mm. had never heard that you could put your sound online. Wow. And so uh, are, are you, my question for you is, are you taking advantage of the digital space? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I've got like um, solid, 
well, I wouldn't say solid compared to others, but mm-hmm. um, in my own little little um, time that I've spent in, in show business, uh, you might say I've done quite well, you know, social media wise, because um, I'm on Instagram, 7,000 costs. And on Facebook, I've got 19,000 plus, and I've got quite a few other pages as well. So you're building your so I'm building building that as well. You know, I've got my little YouTube thing, which hasn't really picked up. But it's it's all right. I don't really like. I know these things take time. But you're going for the long game. Exactly. So I'm putting it out there, and obviously, I've been like nervous in this past few days, especially after launching my album. This past few days, I've had quite a few people come on to say, "Oh yeah, nice one!" Like mm-hmm. total strangers, like they just come in, you know, leave a compliment and bail, you know, stuff like that. So I suppose it's been, been yeah, it's a movement out there, and I think social media is quite, quite important as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the direction you're going in? What's your idea for the future um, with Crit uh, Solani, with that brand, with uh, um, Royal Boy? Boy? Yeah. yeah. What, what, what do you think is going to be your future? Uh, or where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, <clears throat> for me, one very important thing is I'm never really driven by anything besides passion. So for me, it, it's not necessarily a money thing, you know? Because as you know, I've got my day job, so exactly. obviously I'm doing well in that area yeah. as well. So it's, it's the love of the craft? It's the love of the craft and also the, cha- the challenges associated with, with making music. I, I love the fact that it just feels like with all my little um, arrogance and ego and everything, when it comes to music, I have to be humble based on the fact that I'm just right there. Just, yeah. You know, really no significance whatsoever mm-hmm. in music. Gotcha. So it helps me to actually have that level of humility, you know, that burns from the inside. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what you need to do better. You know what you need to actually part this up with gotcha. your aura and your personality. Because mm-hmm. your music standards, where you're at at the moment, is nothing compared to, you know, where you're at in life in general. So gotcha. you need to, like, build that up. So the pressure for me is mounting. And makes it really rewarding when I'm able to come up with um, with something quite quite nice. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, how do you, I say, how do you give back to your community? Hmm. Well, I mean, <clears throat> some people would, obviously in my case, I think um, it will be to serve as an inspiration. You know, I want people to be able to say, oh yeah, you know that guy? Yeah, we went out for drinks together and everything. Look at him now. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I want people to see that ability to metamorphosize into something different. Gotcha. So basically what you're saying is the ideal of success is... Never not- to be rigid. Be yeah. very flexible. Be like water flow. You need to be able to flow. For example, you can't be limited to, oh yeah, I think this is what I need to do. I need to go to school, get out of school, find a job, you know, progress in that, and then it shouldn't necessarily be that. It should be, I need to succeed in life. And the thing about success is um, being able to get up in the morning and in good health. That's you successful for the day. Yes. So you're not trying to be a cog in the wheel. You're actually trying to live life to its fullest. Exactly. And 
So lead by example. So a lot of people are going to be like, wait, wait, hang on. If he can do it, then definitely I can. You know what I mean? And there's nothing to it. If you put your mind to it, you can actually achieve it. And I think that is probably the best and greatest gift that you can actually give to anyone. Now, one thing that I do is I mentor and I inspire confidence. Yeah. And I and I teach people uh, how to live their life in a confident way and achieve their goals and to dream big. How do you uh, do that in your life? How do you uh, feel that your music um, inspires and creates confidence in, in people that listen to you? Right, you see, the thing about music altogether is, um, of course, some people come out there and put like really, really meaningful stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Like when you listen to it, they've got like really meaningful lyrics. Like you listen and you be like, oh my God, that really touched me. I'm not necessarily going to say that's my style because um, I think if you want to listen to super inspirational stuff, go to church. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not Which like, is true. And I'm not yeah. Jesus or anything. Yeah. So. My idea of making music, especially for the fact that it's actually a combination of a lot of things, so it's a little bit of lyrics, a little bit of like sound, mm-hmm. and a little bit of like um, beats mm-hmm. and a fusion of everything. So it's all about something that like helps you while awake time and helps you kind of like get into a certain flow and understand like a different kind of style in a world where everything sounds so monotonous. You know, so everything sounds so monotonous. But when my songs come on, it's like this sounds different. This sounds different, you know. It sounds different, like the way the beat sounds. Even the vocals don't sound like what you hear on radio. It's just different, whether in a good way or in a bad way. But it's different, and I think it's very important to be able to stand out of the crowd. Now, do you think your sound polarizes? Your audience? Do you think you have people that really like your stuff and really and people that really hate your stuff or can't stand it? Do you have? Do you think you, that you um, that you uh, create like I, I guess a love me or hate me kind of relationship with, uh, with listeners? Um. Well, maybe, and that would be subject to um, interpretation. For example, say for example, if someone came through, listened to my stuff, and didn't like it, I don't think it will probably be because of my content. Mm-hmm. I think it will probably be because they feel like maybe I can um, do better in terms of sound quality, or probably give them um, a super special video, yeah. or like the kind of videos they're used to. Now, is that done on purpose? Because I know uh, a lot of artists, especially um, a lot of independent artists, they try to, I guess, move outside their their their, their place. In other words, I, I believe in uh, you rise to your level of incompetence. Some folks want to put out an image that they're, they're they got the bling bling, they have the 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 lifestyle, the jewelry, the watches, the the clothes, the women, all mm. that. Uh, do you try to promote any of those things in your sound, or are you going for a a uh, a realistic, authentic, skin to bone kind of uh, style? Um, <clears throat> for example, if you listen, I've got eleven tracks on the album at the moment, and. Yeah. 
which we, we will feature uh, later on the podcast, uh, some of your sound. Oh, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so I've got like 11 tracks on there, and you'd find what I was trying to do was, it's an album. I want to be able to get at least, for each different personality, or major personalities out there, you'd have at least one or two sounds that they can actually relate to, or like, or favour over others. For example, Cheeky um, is a very naughty kind of sound. So it's got this naughty kind of vibe going on, you know? Um, there are a lot of people out there who are very naughty and just do their thing and everything. So that's cheeky. And then my thing is basically is just an explanation. Like this is what I like. I have to like my sound first. Mm-hmm. Whether you accept it, that story for another day. And I'll obviously try to do better to make it like a bit slightly more inclusive. But it will always start with what I love, um, and then obviously progress to the next level with some. Um, some ones that show, you know, my maybe vocal abilities. Like, if I really wanted to sound a certain way, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And then I did a little bit of singing here and there as well, you know, just to kind of like, there's no excuses for anyone. If you go on my album, mm-hmm. there must be at least one song that you might be able to say, you know what, I think the album is rubbish, but I like that one over there. Yeah, I can bounce my head you to know, that. I can actually listen to that, so it's fine, you know? <laughs> so that's the idea. I've just put stuff out there and to try to say, okay, you tell me what you like, and based on my abilities, I will start working along that line or that direction, mm-hmm. you know? So it would be like a redirection. Gotcha. Based on my ability, don't compare me with anyone else, this is my thing, but based on my ability, you've shown me, you know, that you like this style better, and based on that, I'm going to work with that. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So in other words, you do listen to your fans and stuff, and get feedback, and it's willing to grow by positive uh, criticism. Yep, that's very important, I think, because um, as much as I want to do it, like, for me, if that be true, 100%, I'll probably just make the music, and just play in my bedroom. <laughs> it won't be like on social media and everything. So I, I suppose, um, having put it on social media, having put it out there, all the commercial outlets like iTunes, um, you've got like um, Google Play, you've got mm-hmm. Amazon MP3, you've got like um, Spotify, yeah. it's on, on every up, up, uh, platform, it's on Facebook as well. So I suppose to a certain extent, that's me saying, you know, it's not just my music now. I want you to love my music and I want you to make my music your music, for example. Inspiration. Uh, what inspires you to put out this sound? What inspires you? What inspired you to to go this route, to share your art with, uh, with the world? Um, well, how it all started was, obviously I told you the foundation of everything, how I obviously joke things, just started, and then um, took it slightly ser- more serious. Um, I remember this one time, I was in my spare time, I was making music, you know, once I learned you know, the nitty gritty and everything, I just realized my time, my spare time, I'd make music. So there was this one time I had this beat, that brand new track, 
and I took it to my sister over the weekend because she was doing like a little bit of mentoring, you know, to say, oh yeah, you should actually embrace this style, or I think you sounded slightly, you know, too rude in that, or you should actually, like, she would just do a little yeah, bit of mentoring, exactly, yeah. like pre-taking, like, in a way, um, that kind of like guidance. Gotcha. Um, so one time I went out there, trying to make her listen to it. She was really busy doing her thing and everything. And she was like, all right, play it now. And I played it, and the daughter, Miracle, came through and started dancing. <laughs> and she looked at me and said, well, that's your answer right there. Because I asked them, like, what do you think? Is this nice? Mm -hmm. And the daughter just jumped out of nowhere, just started dancing. <laughs> and she was like, that's validation that you were looking for and that was what did it for me and that was like I was just like you know what wow well I've never seen a dance into anything mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean she's like a little snob yes she she's is she's doing thing like don't pay attention to no one like yeah whatever and then my music comes on and she just starts dancing and like really rigorously and I was like you know what I'm gonna do this I want to have like one little girl or one little boy or uh -huh. one grown man somewhere in the world who would jump up and start dancing and that would be enough, just one. That is awesome, that is awesome. Well, thank you for taking a, a bit of time out of your day and uh, coming to the podcast. Um, I know that your career is gonna do nothing but go up, especially staying humble and uh, the, the time that you put into this uh, work. Um, this is Don G and Prince Olani that said it's like the podcast, we out. <laughs> also be sure to cop Raw Boy's new album My Thing available on iTunes and anywhere music is sold for more info contact Raw Boy at PrinceOlani.com Presidential suite in the Marriott chariots waiting 
Friends waving, raving, and all the exes are hating. Don't watch that. Man's above that. Start a new life. Yeah, I'm on that. I'm a jet setter. Jet Setters, once again, thank you for listening to our podcast. You can check us out on our blog at www.jetsetterslifestylepodcast.com and also on Facebook at Jet Setters Lifestyle DBA. Connect with us, give us feedback, things you like, things you dislike. Also, check out the clothing line. It's going to be at www.legendarydesign.com and you can also find us on Facebook at Legendary by Design Inc. Uh, check out our gear. If you're going to be legendary, why not wear the gear too? Once again, thank you for listening to our podcast. Hope to see you next week. And as always, live life on your own terms. We out. Jet Setter Society, show your love and support by checking out our Jet Setter Society exclusive apparel at www.legendarybydesign.com. There you'll find links to our men's and women's apparel e-store. Also, feel free to check out LBD's other signature brands, such as LBD Unlimited, Lion of Judah, Royal Flush 42, and Samurai Saga. You can also help grow the society by leaving a five-star rating and commenting about our podcast on iTunes. If you have enjoyed the show or have suggestions on ways to improve it, don't hesitate to let us know. We appreciate it. Finally, if you have not subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, then what are you waiting for? Do it now. Until next time, remember to do what most won't, to live lifestyles that most don't. Jet Setters.